Today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks is brought to you by Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Make sure to go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps and you'll get $10 off your first Built Bar order. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Thursday, October 29th, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Check me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also follow my Strictly Blackhawks account. That's at Talkin' Hockey. If you like what you're hearing today, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free. Wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc., you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day, so please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good stuff being posted there every day as well. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast today. To start things off this afternoon, I first just want to apologize for not getting an episode out yesterday. I'm getting a new roof at the moment, so all day there were workers making a lot of noise, sledgehammers and drills and whatnot. Made it pretty impossible to record a clean and uninterrupted episode. Luckily, they just finished up this afternoon, so here we are, back on Thursday afternoon. Thank you for your patience. And let's dive into some Blackhawks news. So... The latest Blackhawks news we have out of Chicago is, well, we first, we actually saw a bunch of new players and prospects receive their numbers from the Hawks yesterday, 16 players to be exact, uh, to be exact. Most notably, top defenseman prospect Ian Mitchell, he'll rock number 51 next season, while top offseason acquisitions Matthias Yanmark, Nikita Zadorov, and Lucas Walmark, they will all stick with the same numbers they wore for the respected teams last season. Taking a look at uh, the full list, we'll start with Andre Altibarmakian, always a mouthful, but... Alti Barmakian, he'll be wearing number 84 for the Blackhawks going forward, and only one player in franchise history has worn number 84. That was Alexander Fortan not all that long ago in the 2018-2019 regular season. Then Evan Barrett, a prospect that a lot of Blackhawks fans have been talking about for some time. He'll be wearing number 26 here in Chicago. He'll be the 19th player to wear number 26. And the first since Kyle Comiskey in 2015. Never forget that Kyle Comiskey actually played in the Stanley Cup Final with the Blackhawks. Never forget. I'm pretty sure it was like Game 4 or Game 5 as well. Kyle Comiskey playing valuable time for the Blackhawks in the 2015 Stanley Cup Final. Wow, never thought that would have happened. Happened. Um, now, I also wanted to add Evan Barrett. He normally wears number 17. That's what he wore in college at Penn State. But obviously, that's occupied by Dylan Strome at the moment. And we expect Strome to be back next season and be part of the future going forward. So it looks like Barrett will be getting used to a different number as long as he is in Chicago. Now moving on to Mate Halupa, a free agent signing from overseas this offseason. He'll wear number 67 here in Chicago, which was most notably worn by Michael Frolik, one of the truly underrated and 
underappreciated parts of the Blackhawks' 2013 Stanley Cup team. But now, 67, it will be worn by Mate Halupa, who could become a fan favorite here in Chicago just because of his name. People are definitely going to be calling him Chalupa until they hear Pat Foley and Eddie Olchek pronounce that last name. Uh, then, as I said earlier, Matthias Janmark, he'll continue to wear number 13 as he did over with the Dallas Stars. And the last player to wear 13 for the Hawks, that was Tomas Yurko a couple of seasons ago. A guy who I actually liked, but it just never seemed to work out here in Chicago for whatever reason. Then Wyatt, Wyatt Kalanuck, he'll be rocking number 48, which... Of course, that was worn by Bartlett, Illinois native Vinny Hinestroza for three years, from 2016 to 2018, before he was dealt to the Arizona Coyotes. Kalanuck, he wore number two for Wisconsin in college, but he'll never get to wear that in Chicago. As long as Duncan Keith is around, he'll be wearing the deuce, and then you better believe the second that Keith retires, that number is getting thrown up in the rafters. So bye-bye to number two for Wyatt Kalanuck here in Chicago. Then Philip Kirishev, he's changed his number to number 23. He's had like six different numbers throughout his young career already. Now he's trying to become uh, the best number 23 in Chicago sports history. And no player has worn 23 for the Blackhawks since, hey, since Brandon Manning a couple of seasons ago. What a disaster that turned out to be here in Chicago. But now Kirishev, he's number 23. He'll become the 20th player in franchise history to wear number 23. Kevin Lankinen, he has changed his number also from number 30 to number 32. First player to wear number 32 for the Blackhawks since the legendary Michael Roosevelt did so from 2013 to 2017. Then Anton Lindholm, who the Hawks just acquired from Colorado as part of the Brandon Saad trade, he'll be wearing number 54 for the Blackhawks, and if he ever reaches the NHL level with them, which is pretty unlikely, then he'll be just the third player in franchise history to ever wear number 54. Kind of an ugly number for hockey, can't lie to ya. Then... Ian Mitchell announced he'll wear number 51 for the Blackhawks next season. He wore number 15 throughout his uh, collegiate career with the University of Denver, but with Zach Smith, a veteran, wearing number 15 currently, Mitchell just flipped his number around. That's pretty common in the NHL. Uh, So he'll be number 51. I wonder, though, if he'll go back to 15 once Zach Smith is off the Blackhawks roster after this season. Then... We have the Morrisons, Brad Morrison, who he was the return from the Los Angeles Kings in exchange from Ole Mata a couple weeks ago. Brad Morrison will wear number 78, and also if he makes the NHL for the Blackhawks, he'll be the first number 78 in their franchise history. That won't happen, but if he does, good luck, Brad. You'll be the first guy to rock number 78 in a Chicago Blackhawks uniform. Then the other Morrison, that is Cam Morrison, more importantly, I should say. He's the more important Morrison of the two. Cam Morrison, he'll wear number 45 for the Blackhawks, just the sixth player to wear number 45 in franchise history, and the first since Adam Bertie in 2008, 12 years ago, since someone wore number 45 for the Blackhawks. That may not be permanent, though, because... Morrison, he previously wore number 26 in college with Notre Dame, so I'm not sure if 45 is a number that will stick. We'll just have to wait and see these next couple of seasons. 
Then, Brandon Peary, he will wear number 73, which is not much of a surprise. He wore that in Florida, New York with the Rangers, and also with the Vegas Golden Knights. He originally wore number 37 with the Blackhawks during his first stint here, but he has not worn that number ever. Uh, he has not worn that number ever since. So now we'll see Peary at number 73 in Chicago, which is the first time that number will be worn by a Blackhawks player. Pia Suter, he'll wear number 24, which was last worn by the big kahuna, Dominic Cahoon, in 2018-2019. It's been a pretty good number for depth forwards here in Chicago. Marty Havlat also is a number 24 that always comes to mind. Uh, and hopefully Suter will wear it well and wear it proudly here in Chicago. Michael Tepley, a 2019 fourth-round pick of the Blackhawks. He'll wear number 53, which was last worn by Brandon Mashinter in 2016. Kind of another gross number, in my opinion. Uh, but Tepley, he wore number 71 in the WHL last season with the Winnipeg Ice. So this may also be another tepor uh, temporary number as... Tepley, he's likely not to see NHL time for the next couple of seasons, so this is another one that might not stick. Then we have Lucas Walmark. As I said, he'll stick with the same number he wore for the Florida Panthers and Carolina Hurricanes last season, which was number 71, a number that also has never been worn in Blackhawks history. So we'll see that from both Lucas Walmark and Brandon Peary in the 70s this season. And then last but not least... Nikita Zadorov, he'll continue to wear number 16, which is what he wore for the Avalanche the past couple of seasons. He did wear, interestingly, numbers 51 and numbers 61 early in his career with the Buffalo Sabres, but it looks like 16 is his number now, and he'll be the 31st Blackhawk to wear 16, the first since two-time Stanley Cup champion Marcus Kruger did so in 2018-2019. All right, Blackhawks fans, there you have it. There are the new numbers for 16 of the newest Blackhawks players and prospects. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to talk about episode two of the Blackhawks on the clock series that aired on Wednesday night via the Blackhawks social media pages. Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page at Jack Bushman 2 and my Blackhawks Twitter page at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Blackhawks for free wherever you may listen to your podcast and also on Twitter to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. All right, so we just wrapped up talking about the Blackhawks unveiling numbers for some of their newest players and prospects. Now I wanted to be sure to talk about episode two of the Blackhawks on the clock series, which aired on Wednesday night. And it took a deep dive into exactly how the Blackhawks landed German forward Lucas Reichel with the 17th overall pick in the 2020 NHL draft. So the episode, it basically opens up with GM Stan Bowman having a conversation with VP of Amateur Scouting Mark Kelly about what to do with the 17th overall pick in the draft. 
and what their options are and whatnot. And the first quote we're hit with basically is Kelly asking Stan if, if he likes Lucas Reichel with that pick, if he likes Reichel, to which Stan responds by saying, quote, I like him a lot. The question between Reichel and Gooley is just which has the higher value? So there we kind of got some inside information that the Blackhawks were really looking at taking either Lucas Reichel or Caden Gooley with the 17th overall pick. Gooley, he's a six foot three, swift moving defenseman. And it would have been really interesting to see out of those two who the Hawks would have taken had they both been on the board at the same time. Gooley wound up going at number 16 to the Montreal Canadiens. So he actually wasn't even an option for the Hawks at number 17, which kind of made their lives a little bit easier in a way. But I do wonder if they would have taken Reichel over Gooley if both were still on the board. And from what it sounds like, at least from VP of Amateur Scouting Mark Kelly, he liked Reichel over Gooley. He was caught on the show saying that he liked Reichel's ceiling and his upside more than Gooley's. So... I think, I mean, I think the uh, the Blackhawks and Stan Bowman, from what I've seen from the past, I think they value Kelly's opinion a lot. So I do think that Reichel still would have been their guy had both of them been on the board. Uh, but with Gooley going at 16 and Reichel falling into their laps, the Blackhawks are definitely glad to have him. Kelly said that uh, the day before the draft, they had a conversation and they talked and said that, if they got Lucas Reichel at number 17, then they would walk away happy. And that's exactly uh, what they did. So pretty cool to kind of get that inside look at how it all went down and how Reichel fell into their laps. And it all started with, uh, it actually all started with Toronto taking Rodion Amarov at number fe- uh, at number 15 because after that, then the Hawks knew they were going to get either Gooley or Reichel. They were going to get one of the two. Uh, And as it turns out, Reichel winds up being their guy in the first round. Both parties involved walk away happy. There's actually a pretty pretty cool video clip that was released of Reichel back in Germany with him, uh, his friends, and his family. They all went nuts when the Blackhawks selected him. They had a Blackhawks uh, roster hanging in the rafters there. It looked like he was at a bar. Um, So definitely seemed like the Blackhawks were one of the teams that at least showed interest in Reichel, and also Reichel showed some interest in them as well. He had he at least liked them enough to put uh, their jersey up in the background. It was just a cool scene, but uh, I also want to bring up that that scene, it almost didn't happen, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I, I won't say almost, but the Hawks did take a stab at trying to trade up in the draft in order to get standout Russian goaltender Yaroslav Askarov. That was a possibility I talked about for months before the NHL draft actually took place. Should the Blackhawks trade up for Yaroslav Askarov, or what What should they do? Should they try to stay at number 17 and keep their fingers crossed and hope they fall to him? Uh, well, Askarov, he wound up going number 11, at number 11 to the Nashville Predators. Uh, and in the show, in the Blackhawks on the clock series, it showed Bowman um, showing Mark Kelly a text, which was presumably from the Predators regarding a trade. We heard Stan straight up ask, what do you want? Tell me the price. Uh, But a deal was not able to be worked out between the two sides. The Predators stick around at number 11 and wind up taking Askarov. And I knew knew it was going to be hard to trade up that early in the draft. uh, Just because 
everyone in the top 10, just looking at it, and I talked about this before the NHL draft as well, just looking at that top 10, it was hard to look at those picks and say, well, this team probably wants to trade out of there. No, it seemed like at at that time, all all the teams inside the top 10 were wanting to stay there and wanting to choose um, and actually, in the show, Stan didn't even take a look at trading inside the top 10 because he knew it was going to be either at 11 or 12. No teams in the top 10 wanted out, so uh, something I, I just thought it was cool. I wanted to bring that up because I thought that was going to happen in the NHL draft, and that wound up being the scenario, and it was cool to watch in the show how Stan didn't even consider trading in the top 10. He he immediately tried to trade with the Nashville Predators at 11, um, but ultimately, just too complicated to get a deal done, and in the end, Nashville wanted to stay put, the Hawks wind up remaining at number 17, but hey, it all worked out anyways, the Hawks, they still wind up with one of their favorites at number 17 in the 2020 NHL Draft, and that is German forward Lucas Reichel. Alright, I think that wraps up everything I wanted to talk about on the Blackhawks on the clock series. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to discuss the latest news on the 2021 World Junior Championship as Blackhawks forward Kirby Dock has just been conditionally loaned to Team Canada. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bilt Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Bilt Bar has a ton of awesome flavors like salted caramel, peanut butter brownie, German chocolate cake, and they also have six new flavors, which are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, and lemon almond cheesecake, all of which, much like the other 12 flavors, are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they're also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps, and you'll get $10 off your first order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com today for a delicious and healthy snack option. And use our promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps for $10 off your first Built Bar order. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at Talkin' Hockey. Or you can also always email the Lockdown Blackhawks email, which is LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com for any questions you have about the show, the Blackhawks, or anything that has to do with their draft picks and their latest moves during the free agency period. Okay, we just finished talking about episode two of the Blackhawks on the clock series. Now I wanted to be sure to bring up some big news regarding the 2020 World Junior Championship that is set to uh, set to take place this winter. As we heard, Blackhawks 2019 third overall pick Kirby Dock has been officially conditionally loaned to Team Canada and will be part of their roster as long as the WJC doesn't interfere with the 2020-21 NHL regular season, which... At this very moment, we know that the league is aiming for a January 1st start date, but that might be a little wishful at their point. Still, that's their goal at the moment, and 
Right now, the WJC is slated for December 26th through January 5th, so if the league does, in fact, hit those target dates, training camp for the regular season likely will begin sometime in early December, which could put a halt to all these plans altogether, unfortunately. The conditional part of this loan is, yes, that Doc is expected to rejoin the Blackhawks if the league does start on time. And honestly, even if the regular season kicks off in late January or even early February, you still have to think that training camp would interfere with the WJC. You'd think training camp would have to be late December, early January at the absolute latest. So, I don't know. Obviously, there is still so much that has to get figured out before the regular season begins. So, I see why Team Canada went out and added Doc. But at the end of the day, this all might be for naught because he very well could be back in Chicago before even playing one game in that tournament. The addition of Doc, though, it does make Canada absolutely lethal. Down the middle with Kirby Doc. That gives Team Canada Dylan Cousins, Doc, obviously, and Quinton Byfield slated to be the centers on that roster. And wow, that's probably looking like sure gold for Team Canada. And not only not only would that just be great experience for Kirby, playing against some of the top talent in the world internationally for their age group, but it would also be an awesome experience to play with some of those guys who are coming up in the NHL right now as well, playing against a Quentin Byfield who's supposed to be a game changer for the LA Kings, playing with Dylan Cousins who's going to be relied on so much out in Buffalo, and also just representing your native country. It it, it would just be an awesome experience. And, and if it only would cost Kirby some training camp time, then I don't think it's fair. I don't think it would be fair to strip him of this opportunity. Like, if, it, if it's regular season games, that's one thing. But in my opinion... Kirby will gain far more playing in some of the highest pressure moments a kid can play in rather than working on drills in a quarantine training camp back in Chicago. He's going to gain enough of that experience on the ice in real games when he's playing alongside Patty Kane. So for me personally, I do hope to see Doc representing Team Canada at the 2021 WJC. But at the same time, I just don't think... The Blackhawks are going to let that happen if it means costing him time in training camp as they close in on the start of the 2020-21 regular season. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Thursday, October 29th's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Locked On NHL podcast for all the latest news from all 31 teams around the league. Thank you again for tuning into today's episode. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com, hit me on one of my two Twitter accounts, or call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode... Thank you again for listening to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.